This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I got to say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Let's learn some chords. This is E sus 4. This is B7 sus 4. Okay, you now know enough guitar to get you laid. That was me 11 years ago. Oh, wow. I thought that was, I thought that was you. All right. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> uh, I thought you were actually just uh, <laughs> saying that at the end of the song, which would have been a solid bit. Yeah. Does your voice change? Like, do I, I guess I sound the same between the ages of 25 and 37, right? My voice shouldn't change I that much. I would think so. Yeah. I think you do. I think you have, I think nothing's changed. Yeah. Maybe a tiny bit, a little bit of gravel, a little bit of, 
uh, wear and tear, some some age, you know, like the the um, the like the fire, the passion is gone. Yeah, you just sort of sound like you're phoning in all the time. Uh huh. Um, um, that kind of vibe. But like, um, but I think like, yeah, no, like, if you heard a sixty year old talking, would it be like that guy could be thirty? I don't think so. <laughs> but maybe. Uh, that's the, I do feel like I could tell when I'm on the phone with people if they're old or not, but maybe I can't. Right. Or does it just like happen one day? Or is it a gradual, such subtle shift that over the course of 30 years, you can't really tell the difference? Maybe it's gradual, but it feels like after 75, like my grandfather had the oldest voice you could imagine. Right. You know? When did that start? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was 40, I think. <laughs> he turned into a grandfather. Oh, well. As soon as you're a child as a child, you become an old man-voiced man. Hmm. I wonder, maybe. Because that's sort of like the voice you choose to adopt to talk to your grandchild in, you know? Yeah. Like, there's baby talk, but then there's, like, grandma and grandpa talk. Yeah, the grandbaby talk. That's what they call it. That's right. Uh, this guy, Grayson Kelly, picked up a guitar in 2009 shortly after watching a College Humor video. Was it coincidence or an inspiration? Who's to say? Uh, wow. And then uh, the shout-out is that he makes music as eponymous postman on Bandcamp. But it sounds nothing like this. So save the energy and donate to your local Black Lives Matter movements instead, is what he says. I love this guy already. So someone support his art. Yeah. That's awesome. So maybe Good you could stuff. do both. Maybe you could check out Eponymous Postman and then also uh, a local Black, Live, Black Lives Matter movement. So there's time yeah. for both. Definitely. Um, all right. That was uh, a long theme song to get us here. But you know what? We're recording a little late today, Monday, June 29th. Going to just Very late. record, upload right away one of those quick turnaround episodes. I love it. Um, it's pretty exciting to you because you're now not only doing a podcast with me as like a entertainer of sorts, but I'm also mm. a gamer now, which is kind of, I don't know, nice for you to have it that way for me to be like a, a, <laughs> don't a multi share news. <laughs> don't share news this it's way. Like you're a so self dawn for you um because yeah. you have this kinship with somebody who not only feel like you're has a switch super insecure but has like you a have to twitch be, you're insecure you know like that's why you share news this way that's why you you tell for me you to do it this way is awesome you can't just because now you, you get to tell give me an update and i decide if it's good or not it's great it's you, great or not <laughs> and, it is, and it is it's actually good or okay. great well, i mean i don't even i don't love the premise because the premise is the promise I, of the premise new... is that i'm a gamer slash twitcher slash streamer actually that was the upshot the premise was that i already have a great job doing a podcast with you because you're a star and a celebrity that was the premise <laughs> that was the starting which point. i reject on its face yeah the starting point was that i have respect for you in your craft you wanna at all yeah you want to sort of have as many pots on the kettle going as they say so i am mm. a, a wordsmith the songstress a seamster You're not a, a teamster you are a, a twitcher a <laughs> yeah. switcher and a candlestick streamer so you're streaming now you have a twitch in a way in a way i am yeah i started a twitch um first just for fun and what now you... it's sort of a passion project meets peach pit of sorts so i'll 
I'll eat this stone fruit and play Mario Kart. Okay. And by the end of the hour, I've made friends with new fans, and they're watching me play, and I'm playing along with them, if that makes sense. How does it work? Stone fruit aside, you do what? What are? What, <laughs> why does anybody give a shit Jesus about... Jesus Christ. What's with the third degree? Humanfeld. Just, I'm just <laughs> chatting. I'm just asking. No, I'm really, like, I'm taken aback Worth... by it, the, the questions. Like, just say, that's an awesome, new, exciting thing, and I'm honored to be in your presence. You don't have to be like... How does it work? Yeah, so and you have like more. a script for exactly how you wanted this to. What do you? I should. It's. It's. I feel like it's supportive to ask these questions and to learn more. It is to, supportive and it's nice, but I feel like you're putting on airs. Like you don't sincerely think that it's an amazing thing for me to do it this way. The Twitch. <laughs> well, maybe I don't. Like I don't feel like I should have to think it's amazing right from the jump. Like I'm allowed to ask questions and then decide later on down the road. Like right now I'm like, oh, this sounds intriguing. I want to hear look at you're getting so you're you should your have to win me. me over. Why you <laughs> I should I should have to You win. should be begging me to be a fan of me. And I have to <laughs> consider it at the end of the conversation. And honestly I'm so leaning I don't get to very ask. heavily towards I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't even get to ask like how twitch works i need to like grovel for your for your love and support i need to beg you to be a fan of you and you might say no you need to that, grovel like i don't even know if i could be a fan of you on twitch like if there's a follow if there's a like but you don't you're against me even asking questions like maybe honestly you'd maybe want to share the url for people but you don't want me to ask what it is you just want me to say oh that's great you're amazing and move on. No, Is not move on anymore. Because okay, I don't think so I even go, want to accept that. Let's just get right that. into the show. Wait. Let's get right into the show. Now we're over it. And I want to spend <laughs> at least an hour promoting, self-promoting. Waxing promotional. And you should, <laughs> you should not only be groveling, you should be graveling. As in, take two knees on a hot cement day and beg me to <laughs> be a fan of me. <laughs> just tell me what it is. Good I don't even know what it is yet. Yeah. You said you eat a stone fruit and play Mario Kart. <laughs> so and I have to beg to be a fan. I'll have a plum That's and play as Peach, do. if that makes sense. Uh, well, I got a capture card, of course. It allows me to play these games while also um, streaming that game live to whoever wants to watch it on my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Amir Blumenfeld. Uh, okay, so far, I've done. Right now, do you have like an twitch.tv slash Amir Blumenfeld? So far, okay, I've done uh, two streams, which is pretty prolific for a, a couple weeks. Uh, one of them is me playing Zelda, Super Nintendo Zelda, while Ben. See, the other one is is titled Carton and yeah. Farton. <laughs> the other one was Carton and Farton, in which uh, I was trying to finish first place in a Mario race. Uh, and it took a little over two hours, which seems like a long time. And it was as I slowly went insane <laughs> and the people were sort of trolling me in the chat, on the stream, in the Twitch, on the day, in a way. Wish you could have been right. there. I, yeah, I wish so too. I didn't know that if, if, if it's like a thing that I get to just, yeah, two in a two hour stream yesterday. So that if I can just log on and troll you. That sounds kind of good. That was supposed to just, take so, 10 minutes. Every race takes two minutes and I thought I would do it within like five or six races and it took like 30 to 40 and I was streaming for two hours. Were you coming hours. in second a lot? You know, I wasn't. I actually didn't even get very close very often. So <laughs> I would finish seventh, 12th, eighth, sixth and not really sniff the final two for a little bit. Did it? 
do the people that you're racing know that you're streaming? Like, do they know that they're part of a Twitch stream or is it just sort of like an, like they're just racing for their own? That's right. They're having uh, fun at joy. home and they don't realize that they're actually the enemies in the story, the web that I'm like spinning. And they might be twitching. They might be streaming and twitching you also. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's possible. Okay. Uh, nobody's signing a release because I can't really, I mean, I guess I see their usernames. There was this one guy who was in there for an hour called Ryan who kept beating me. And I sort of <laughs> started creating stories with Ryan and how like I really needed to beat Ryan and my goal in life was to beat Ryan and Ryan kept on beating me and then he finally finished first and just left. So Ryan sort of, without knowing, ruined my stream. And then once he left, a lot of people <laughs> left because people were more interested in Ryan than in me yeah. racing. Ryan's awesome. Yeah, so Ryan was sort of the man slash the B story of the stream. And still is. Yeah. And Ryan, and story if he's hearts, listening... Though. Ryan, hit me up because I want to give you this podcast as a token of my esteem. I would love to host this thing with Ryan. He probably would be like a little. It was good, yeah. I don't know. It's funny, yeah. Like just better, yeah. I didn't. I was gonna say like a couple specific ways, but I guess like better, um, just better generally. Yeah, because like, he has better. Than, you know, yeah, he's like, better racing and all that stuff. So yeah, it's better. I mean, well, that goes without saying because he was kicking your ass on the Twitch. But I feel like he's just like. More humble, smarter, yeah. better lover, he like a better good listener, yeah. better companion. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan. And his name was just Ryan. Everyone else has a nickname or like, you know, your handle, but not Ryan. Ryan was yeah. just like, I'm going to put don't my need name. You a handle. <laughs> when your name is Ryan, that's all you need. <laughs> Jack Ryan. Um, so wait, people can hear you. Can you hear them? Are there people talking like on these streams or is it just you? Everyone, like if I'm tuning in, what, what, like what's my sensory what the, yeah yeah like you know what's what's pinging what are you getting i for yeah i can well it's a it's a video on me and then the video of the screen of the game and then people can like my friends can uh sign into the audio uh channel chat that i'm having so like a couple of days ago i played zelda while ben was sort of guiding me through the level so you can hear ben you and can you see me ben. and see the game cool with mario kart and like people's comments and stuff are you reading comments as all of this is happening are you sort of like your eyes are on the game and talking to ben and the comments are flying by and that's not really like yeah what you're there for that's right i can't play i can't pay attention while i'm racing to the comments but like in between races i'll read the comments so like i'll finish in 12th and then i'll look to the comments and people start weighing in telling me how shitty i raced and then i'm back in back in the race and i go so it's not like a straight up like live stream like we used to do it where we would just like sit there and read the comments and be like oh it's claire's birthday yeah uh yeah cool. there, it's more Go university of michigan right kind of thing. i'm like that's interacting with the game much. while the chat's going on in the background rather than me just and the chat's interacting chat. with okay cool yeah i've so i've streamed a couple times on twitch as well right so you get it for uh D, but never video games we're just streaming like uh I'm like basically just streaming a Zoom call. So I'm not like looking at the Twitch either. So that makes sense. I kind of like that. It's like the chat's there for the people that are watching the stream, but it's not necessarily there for the streamer. Because I feel like that always just devolves into just like someone rattling off shout outs. Yeah. Or like, what else? What else? Reading comments occasionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Have you been playing any new games recently? I I saw that you had finally downloaded... um, witcher yeah where did you see that uh how did you know it like appears in my friends list like what games my friends are playing 
That's so invasive. I wish it wouldn't do that. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Right here. It says you logged 17 hours yesterday on Animal Crossing and two on Witcher. And then, whoa, this yeah. is weird. It usually so doesn't say such low. detail. It says you rage quit. So, like, oh, I'm, <laughs> that's cool. It uploaded an audio yeah. of you. Hold on one I second. I think I might have. I feel like I checked a box. Whoa, that's cool. I guess when you like reach so I that, checked, I think I checked a box that I meant to let, leave unchecked. Yeah. I I didn't know that they could record yeah. me and share that with yeah. friends. Hold on, widely. here's you mashing the button, sort of mouth breathing while you play. Okay. This is cool. It's like a really high quality wave file that it uploaded to my page. So it's only a wave file. They didn't. I was. I'm just hoping there's no way they could like yep. capture video HD video. I don't know how this oh, happened. Wow. Yeah, this is did they send you like what a DSLR I... that you set up or something? I don't know if I checked it or left it unchecked. Like, am I supposed to this check? This is a really unflattering like, angle. Video? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, this game is a surveillance of sorts. Awesome. I'll upload this right. to my Twitch later. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, yeah, I did download The Witcher, and uh, it took me a long time because it's so. It's so big that I couldn't just download it on the on the switch that I had. I had to like go get a tiny little uh, mini SD card. Wow, um, which took me a little while because it wasn't a high priority. Next but, level. But then I finally did. I have it, and it is awesome. I really love it. That's cool. It's not too difficult. The, the so far the hardest thing was actually getting the game to start. Yeah, downloading the game and getting the SD card was super hard. I'm also playing on like the first level above story mode. So I'm not like, it's not hard. So much of it is just like really awesomely animated cutscenes. It feels almost like I'm just watching like a really high quality fantasy cartoon of The Witcher. Right. And then like there are times when I'm like just watching the story unfold and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, gameplay now. I'm like, oh, damn it. I have to like fucking... (laughs) move this horse to a tavern all right one second and then i'll get to the fucking good shit <laughs> let me just uh, beat this bad guy so the story can continue yeah i think the game i mean the game is like huge that in a way that's like a little intimidating there's all these side quests and stuff and i kind of i have like ocd about finishing everything but i also don't want to get like bogged down with like i don't know just hunting it or like gathering gathering food for a village or something you know right i want to just like fight the big bad guy and that's it yeah get me to the end um, as fast as possible basically it's an audiobook with visuals and then occasionally you're slaying a monster yeah that's really that's basically it but like the voice acting is amazing it's really it's it's great to watch you're pl- it. are you playing on the handheld style or up on a big tv uh handheld still i have not played this is something i would maybe play on the tv um I, I would definitely do that, but I haven't done it yet. Animal, like I was only playing Animal Crossing before, and there was really no reason to play that on a television. <laughs> yeah, if anything, it's more shameful to see this giant animated pig that you're controlling while <laughs> you're watching, basically yeah. a children's story. I know, and it, like it was barely worth playing on the Switch, uh, <laughs> just handheld. Are you off crossing entirely? I haven't picked it up in a pretty long time. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's been a couple weeks. I feel like <laughs> the world would have to feel way more normal or better or good for the first time ever uh, for me to feel like, okay, I'm going to go back to 69 land and plant some apples. <laughs> At least you got a good I don't know why I feel like I can it. do that with The Witcher, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 every time I play Animal Crossing now, it just feels like very quaint. Is your, uh, is your nickname or your screen name on... Uh... Animal Crossing was Yak, Y-A-K, right? 
Yeah. Is that the same as Witcher and other games, or was that just an Animal Crossing name? I think that was just an Animal Crossing, because, or maybe it's that in like Mario Kart Two. It's just when I have to like choose a name. But in in The Witcher, I'm Geralt of Rivia, so I can't really call him Yak. Geralt? And I wouldn't want to. <laughs> Geralt, like That's Harold right. with a G. Uh, well, well, it's like Harold with a T, and then and then a G. Geralt. Did you choose that, or is that the name of the guy in the game? It's the only. It's the guy. It's the guy. It's that's the only guy that you can be. His name is Geralt. <laughs> Call um, me Gary. The, <laughs> please don't actually. Geralt is Geralt. All of the names in in it are super weird, but I think it's like Norwegian or some kind of like Slavic thing. Oh, interesting. So, Maybe that's why. Uh, here's a question we got from a guy named Geralt. Ready? Mm. Wow, snuck that one in. That was interesting. I like that. Geralt. That's a fun little hosting mechanism. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I've been practicing via my my stream. Uh, Geralt writes, I'll keep this short. How far are you willing to let your beards grow during quarantine? I feel like the country's standards for physical appearance has collectively dropped thanks to COVID and the lack of physical mm. interaction. Any hankerings for facial hair experimentation? Thanks, love, Geralt. I, I've, I've mostly been shaving my beard. Yeah. I like, I had a mustache when quarantine first started, and then I shaved it. Then I grew kind of a beard. Then I, I've just been kind of shaving. Have you been like, uh, have you ever like, in the last three months, like showered, put on a nice shirt, tucked in, nice pants and presented yourself physically like i haven't gotten ready for something important since february it feels like i've just been wearing like sweats and shorts for the last five months i definitely early on was like i can't wear sweats all the time so i like will shower and put product in my hair and oh really it and not like wear like a nice button-down shirt and shoes but like i'll I'll wear things that aren't sweats. Yeah. Like nicer t-shirts or something. <laughs> and that's just like for uh, I wor- yourself to feel like you're doing a productive part of society. Yeah. I feel like there've been a couple of times where there was like a zoom birthday party or a zoom happy hour that I like put on a collared shirt for and I showered for and it felt nice. I also straight up put on a tuxedo for the Dungeons and Dragons finale live stream. Wow. The Mad Pod finale. How did that feel? Uh, and that was fun. A tuxedo. It felt great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've buttoned a button in a while. Yeah. And I like put on like the the legit like tuxedo shirt with like the stud buttons. Wow. And, uh, and um and my cufflinks. I also wear a lot of jewelry underneath <laughs> it just so I feel like I got really dressed up. I had two necklaces on and a ring. Wow, I didn't realize you have a ring just for exciting, important days of your life. Well, somebody sent, it was like a, a NADPOD present. Like somebody made a hard one surefoot uh, ring out of like sterling silver or pewter or something. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. Some looks, hammered metal. It looked pewter Iron. from here. I could see that. It was pewter. Yeah. It would have been cuter. If it, it was, was a pewter, pewter ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like beard wise, you've had a bigger beard in regular life. That's almost you showing effort. It, It's the mask. Like. It's so uncomfortable to wear a, a mask with a beard and to sweat. Like, my face just gets too hot. Yeah. Is it hot and sweltering in NYC still? Oh, man. Yeah, it's fucking... It's brutal. But I kind of love it. I miss... I I love the New York City summer. I love 
uh, getting drenched in sweat when I go outside. Are people still, as long as I'm prepared for it mentally? Yeah. Are, are people still wearing a mask despite the humidity, or have masks rates dropped? Um, in the parks that I like, when I I, I mostly like run or uh, bike or work out in the parks when I'm going outside. Like if I'm outside, it's to exercise. But uh, mostly, I see people like doing everything in masks. Yesterday it was like 90 degrees, and I uh, ran the bridge and most of the people I saw were wearing masks. Holy shit. Running in that heat, wearing a mask additionally. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, I like when I'm running, I mostly keep my mask like at my chin. And then when I'm passing people, I pull it up. I see. So it's not like there all the time. And when I put it up, it's like very hard, but I don't have to run for very long. It's like 10 seconds when I see someone till when I pass them and then I pull it down. Holy shit. It seems intense. Um, I feel like the more, more than beards were like growing out or hair. Yeah. That's the last, that's the last thing I haven't touched since quarantine started. I think my last haircut was in February. So in July, it'll be five months, August, half a year. That's crazy. Do you want a haircut? Are you kind of digging the, I mean, you got headbands. Yeah. I sort of, I sort of do want a haircut just to see like what this looks like cleaned up. But then at the same time, I'm like, let's see what happens if I continue this. Although it's just getting worse and worse and worse. I sort of know what's happening. It's just getting bushier and bushier and like turning into like a helmet of fuzzy, ratty, dry ass hair. I think it looks awesome. I mean, eventually it's going to start to fall and then it's going to be like shoulder length fucking hair, like Geralt of Rivia. (laughs) Tie it back in a fucking half bun. That's cool. A man bun. Or he does like a half pony, actually. That's what he does. I kind of want the sides to be shorter because it's like covering my ears and getting a little uncouth, ratty, straggly hairs. Mm. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, All right, let's take a break. Thanks some sponsors. We'll come back with more questions and answers after these messages. All right. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah, yeah just go to helixsleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. 
Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping. And there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you. And it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, so let's do it. Mama, coming. Gross. <laughs> I don't think I do, but I think you do. Yeah, I bought recently a portable projector. Again, I don't want to say any brand names. They're not paying us for this endorsement. Mm-hmm. But there are That's many right. options for like basically soda can-sized projectors that you just plop down and can shoot an image up to 100 inches of you know streaming content. You can put Netflix on the thing, shoot it against your wall, indoors or outdoors. Perfect for outdoor movie nights. Uh, yeah, and it's, no, that's a it's fun affordable. way to spend the summer. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into that. I need a. I tried it last week and it worked out. Uh, I was sh- projecting it against this pretty dark uh, exterior wall of my house, so I'm wondering if I should shoot it into like a whiter screen. Like I have to get a, a light screen now to watch the videos, oh. the movies. I feel like I heard that like just a bed sheet will work. That's right. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if I actually staple my mattress over my door kind of like zombie apocalypse style then i can just plop yeah. the projector down there and use it you that can way. watch uh like a zombie uh welcome to zombie land zombie land is that a movie yeah zombie land right? zombie land is for zombie sure land. you could watch that yeah you could uh, you could watch that as a movie on the mattress on the house full on zombie style that, yeah on the day that's cool uh, so yeah, that's my unsolicited advice. Get yourself a portable projector. I always thought projectors were like big old things in high school classes Clunky. that had to be hardwired. And I think the nice ones right. do. Right. I, I remember I had a projector instead of a TV in my apartment once. Yeah. Uh, but you had to like and plug it was it really in. cool. But it was not like you could never just like casually like flip something on. It was an endeavor. Yeah. And it was, uh, it's harder. Awesome. To, it's hard to watch during the day because it's already very bright in there. Right. So did you, you watch, you had like an outdoor movie night with Avital? Yeah. Uh, we had my buddies, Sean and Christina over. So we had four of us distanced, masked, outdoors, watching Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That's a fun little time. Yeah. That's really nice. That movie. Was it a good movie? <laughs> it's so silly. I haven't watched it in a while. I've, obviously, I loved it like as a nine-year-old, but watching it as like a 
37 year old's like wow this movie is like basically like an hour and 10 minutes long of just jim carrey being insane and then it ends it almost could be like a tv show it's like such a short crazy movie it's kind of funny like i can't imagine i feel like when we talk about writing comedy movies now we're like talking about writing them for like our peers to think they're funny but like do you think anybody that wrote jim carrey was like oh, okay good like all of my comedy colleagues are also gonna love this or are they just like yeah like 12 year olds will think this is amazing <laughs> yeah i don't know and did i don't even know if like did jim carrey write it or they just like outlined it and threw it at jim carrey and they're like all right jim you do the rest because like so much just of do it a is, bunch of stuff here yeah like when he's talking out of his ass for three and a half minutes or like pretending to be like this football player in a 2-2 at an insane asylum did they script that part or they just like pointed the yeah. camera at jim and told him to be funny that's really weird i i maybe we should start uh thinking about being writers and just sort of think about like coming up with a character for someone like jim carrey yeah first i guess first you That's just have to need. find someone who's so funny that like you don't really have to write anything you just say like be funny and then a jim carrey type would do it the world will never have another jim carrey he's still doing it i saw the sonic movie he's still hilarious in that like 30 years later so there's still time and yeah that's what i'm saying if we write sonic 2 starring our friend ben schwartz and jim carrey like that's easy we have a line into the guy that's right right? like ben i'm actually kind of pissed because like i feel like ben hasn't like mentioned us to him to jim yeah i don't think he would because i mean the they didn't necessarily even shoot together. It was just Ben's voice. Right. So, so like, I don't know if yeah, how they did like a press tour together. So it'd just be it'd just be interesting if Ben would have like brought us up to be like, you should work with these guys. I think that would be a, I mean, I'd appreciate that. I don't know if you give a shit, but I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> even if he did do that, and he definitely did not what what would that like yeah. what do you think Jim would be like? Yeah, thanks for letting me know about these two fucking dudes these two podcasters awesome. that you think i should work with that's cool he knows we have a podcast <laughs> okay mr carey if you're listening uh i have an idea for an ace ventura three or four yeah and a hilarious thing that didn't age well in ace ventura i don't know if you remember uh you probably remember this part but forget how trans slash homophobic it was when he finds out that the person he kissed was actually a guy proceeds to like puke shower cry brush his tongue he's like oh my god i can't believe i fight they didn't even have sex like i can't believe i kissed a guy and then at the end they see her dick and every police all of the the vomiting. yeah (laughs) jesus christ that's definitely not good yeah. so okay never mind I, maybe we shouldn't have anything to do with the franchise <laughs> it was problematic for sure but the parts that weren't were very silly and entertaining still mm. uh, so shout out to jim carrey for spending an evening with us and uh get yourself a portable projector if possible that's right that's right uh all right next questions yes oh we actually got a follow-up pub from last week's episode remember the, oh. the the dude who was writing in about his lady getting potentially sugar daddied by a guy in uh texas yes i do so this this sugar daddy figure wanted to send this dude's girlfriend cash just to chat with him and we told him that like you know you can't necessarily put your foot down and tell your girlfriend what not to do but you can you know let her know that it makes you feel uncomfortable and make her make her own decision and hopefully it lines with yours so this is what happened right uh this man writes 
So my girlfriend and I talked about it, and after coming to the unanimous conclusion that this guy was a creep after all, she had the idea that instead of just blocking him, we should play some kind of prank on him to get back at him for creeping on young girls. This is not what we recommended. He went off, Buck. He went rogue. He went rogue. So she kept up the act for another day or so, (laughs) uh, with him not knowing we live in Toronto. She expressed that she wanted to meet him uh, since DM wasn't enough. So she just named some obscure Texan location, and I guess he drove there to find no one was there, and at which point she blocked him. So <laughs> she sort of uh, trolled. She basically turned this guy into Mickey, being like, hey, I'm here in this mall. Yeah. Do you see me? No, that's right, because I'm not there, Mickey. And then she blocked him. So this guy just sort of drove to meet a girl, and then nobody was there. They sort of John Wolfed him. Yeah, because it wasn't illegal what they did. Yeah, just very inconvenient for him. Yeah, but uh, ultimately guess... he can't be like, hey, I was fucking sugar daddying up this 17-year-old, 18-year-old on Instagram, and she lied to me. You can't complain Nothing... about that. Yeah, that's so that's, I guess you guys, uh, I, it's sort of weird to me that they just blocked him. Like, don't you want to see how the prank unfolds i guess they didn't want to see the part where um he says what the fuck is your problem i'm going to yell at you or do something mean or say something bad about it yeah i mean i would imagine that he gets sad instead of angry but we'll never know no nor should we uh all right here's a real question from a, a british bloke What's another character from The Witcher? Um, uh, Yennefer. It's a, it's a woman, but that'll work. All right. We'll call this guy Jens. I'm a 25-year-old Brit and have spent the majority of lockdown hunkered with my nightmare housemate. This guy moved in a few days before lockdown began and initially seemed nice and quiet. Uh, all the good ones do at first, I guess. Uh, the issue is I frequently walked into the kitchen to find him doing something foul, including eating a bowl full of pure minced beef, drinking a pint of full fat milk, eating yogurt with his hands, or pouring bacon fat directly down the kitchen sink, leading to a two-day blockage. Oh, dear. Um Ew. <laughs> not only two-day block not only this but he appears to buy bags of full meat on clearance and then leaves them out on the counter for days since there's no uh, room left in the fridge this results in him throwing away a small garbage bag or two full of rotten meat that then sits in the garden <laughs> until collected Several times now, this has led to writhing piles of maggots appearing. And aside from him slowly killing himself with his diet, it's gotten to the point where I feel physically disgusted to be in the kitchen while he's eating. What would you do in this situation? He's 24 and by now should have learned to feed himself uh, or how to be a courteous housemate. I've considered talking to him about it, but this feels too much to try to explain to him all at once. Should I speak up or just ride it out till the end of the lockdown? Thanks. Love, Jens. Okay, Jens. The the meat on the counter, the slowly rotting counter meat. This guy's like a zombie or That's... something or an alien in a Men in Black movie. What is he doing? Yeah. I mean, there's parts... I feel like the, it's, it's all like case by case because there's some stuff... Like him eating yogurt with his hands is super foul, but you shouldn't necessarily go to your roommate and be like, hey, you have to use a spoon because I'm like feeling grossed out. Yeah. But you can be like, hey... You're, lead, you're leaving meat to rot on the counter. 
or you're wrecking the plumbing of our ancient British house, you you can say stuff about uh, it sounds like half the stuff that he's doing yeah it's it seems like you have to draw the line at something dave rosenberg would or would not do like what can you imagine him doing of this stuff and what could you imagine it being even too much for dave oh god all of dave would do all of this stuff. including the rotten meat <laughs> actually all right no i think he i think dave might dave cooks a lot of bacon i think he would not <laughs> he would not pour the bacon grease right down he knows not to do that that's good and i don't think he'd leave meat to rot on the counter right i think he wouldn't do those things okay so uh, you basically yogurt with his hands he would dave would do yeah, yeah dave would do that <laughs> uh drinking the milk that he would definitely do that yeah he'd do everything else um so i think you could say listen man like Yogurt with your hands, like you said, that's fine. But as soon as it starts encroaching on my ability to stay healthy, you can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like l- liquid uh, rotten meat juice on the counter is bad for your health. It's not just like a gross thing to see or, or deal with in the apartment. It's, exactly. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's a risk. It's a hazard. Yeah. Uh, same with like the the drains getting fucked up that's that's your security deposit but that's cap that's money <laughs> in your pocket that he's taking from you and i like um, to during these things i like to like sort of sarcastically slash passive aggressively start it with like i have this weird thing where i'm like super sensitive to bags of rotten fucking beef everywhere in the maggots i am a weirdo like that i guess you can call me that's a just sensitive me. flower so that way you could be like, no, you're right. That is crazy. Or you'd be like, yeah, all right, you're a sensitive guy, but I'll do it for you. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I feel like I'm so passive that I would just be like, hey, do you want me to throw out that meat that's on the counter? Because I think it's going no, bad. No, I don't think so. I'll take a look <laughs> at it later. Are the maggots on it yet? <laughs> meat can keep at room temperature for 48 hours. Head spinning, mucus coming out of every pore of his face. <laughs> Um, yeah, you could be like, hey, do you think I should order more spoons? Because I noticed that you didn't have one the other day for your yogurt. I had a spoon. I prefer to lick it off my fucking salty-ass sweat palms. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be drinking bacon grease out of the drain. (laughs) Don't move it, because I sort of spoon it out of the drain after it solidifies, and I I eat it like a pudding. (laughs) Uh, all right let us know what he says how it goes yeah yeah please keep us posted uh one last mini question that's sort of a follow-up pup in my life um interesting a guy named tom let's just call him tom because whatever this is not a shameful question what can i do for my weak little sage plant it's so small um then he then he attached a photo of his sage plant which is reminiscent this wasn't a weak Oh, you said this wasn't a. You said it wasn't an embarrassing question. Yeah, well, it's not really <laughs> it's uh, super lame. <laughs> it's about fucking growing herbs. And he is a herb <laughs> for growing herbs. This sage um, is indeed weak and still ten times stronger than the one I'm trying to salvage. I don't know if I've get, given a follow up, but I was able to save just one of my sage stalks with the the help of your sister Sarah, the the professional herbologist of my life. Wait, so what did Sarah tell you to do that worked? For my basil, it looked dry, so water it and keep it in the shade until it starts getting he- looking healthy again, which is true, it has been. And then for the sage, she said, replant one of them and uh, 
keep it watered, but not too watered, watered deeply, but not often, that it likes um, dry atmosphere and keep an eye on, see if there's new growth. And when you replant it, plant it all the way up to like the first leaf. So okay, that helped me. Um, I have... And that worked? Well, worked is subjective. I, I definitely have one sage stock with four leaves on it for now. So... I had two. I had one stock with two leaves on it, so I've grown two extra leaves. So the plant itself, I wouldn't say plant because it's one like little stock, but it's still alive. So I'm considering okay. that a victory. And what happened so to the far. ones you tried to replant that you put in the water? The one in the water died, didn't grow roots. I don't know where that information came from because I tried that with the basil now, and the basil one again not growing roots. This idea of propagation from clipping where you clip it off and put two inches of the stock in water and roots will just fucking pour out of it after a couple weeks yeah it seems magic seems like magic and maybe it works sometimes i don't know if i did something wrong or if it's just like yeah sometimes it works and sometimes it don't we just don't know is your goal eventually to have a big healthy sage plant that you're like picking leaves from like once a week for dinner that's the goal that is the ultimate goal but i think i think i need to call this current iteration of sage which i started with like 10 seeds and i'm now down to one stock and the basil i think i have to call this like a a a preamble a forward a practice round Mm -hmm. because what i need to do is like buy healthy plants put them in nice loamy damp soil in a big fucking bed and start from there i think i i don't i don't want to be able to like take it from seed and cultivate it and grow it from there i think i have to just start a little further on yeah. Knowing what I know now, I think I can keep a relatively small plant alive and grow it from there. It seems like it's just not worth the trouble to start from seed when like you can buy these like how expensive are the plants at a nursery? No, not expensive at all. So it's bucks. more just like a it's like a passion project thing. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a pride thing. thing. It's like I didn't have to fucking skip a level. I didn't use a warp whistle. I took this from literally like little fucking seeds that are the size of like little poppy seeds and yeah. now look at this bush isn't that i'm incredible? not playing the witcher on story mode yeah okay <laughs> exactly i get it and, yeah i see and having failed at that i'm now ready to use the warp whistle i've earned i think my way because i've kept two plants half alive for this long so now i'm ready to just be like all right let me fast forward and see if i can keep full yeah, on it wasn't a completely alive. failed experiment it was just a you got like a C minus or a D. Yeah, you know? I passed, so I'm ready to move on to like herbs uh, 201, which I think I'll be better at having struggled with the first phase. Yeah, that's I, cool. I also think I'm putting too much stock in these two. Like when you have plants and when you have like an herb garden, you just fucking, you grow a shit ton of stuff and some stuff dies and you prune and you cut and you use the good stuff and you discard the bad. Right now I'm like counting every leaf and be like, ooh, I'm losing one leaf. Oh God. Yeah. Which is like nice to have in the beginning, but like I think I'm putting too much pressure on these small right. amounts of leaves You better be an have. herb man. Yeah. I have to just fucking So are you going to build beds in, the, in your backyard? That's what you got to do. Yeah. I don't know about building beds, but yeah, I can buy a bed put some nice soil in there and like buy like uh, smaller plants skip a level buy the bed that's right buy it all yeah and then use the bed to project as a screen to project the movies but i watched a uh, I watched a full master class with avital about gardening that was very helpful do you think you want to be a gardener like what if quarantine just got lifted tomorrow and you were allowed to go back to the office if you wanted would you be like oh good or would you be like hmm i kind of want to work from home and be a gardener though i would 
instantly break these plants. I would use them as shoes, and I would destroy them with my feet on my way to my car to go to an office. <laughs> yeah. And I can get breakfast at Dunkin'. I don't need herbs. <laughs> I'll buy a fucking bag of frozen basil at Amazon.com's Whole Foods 365 <laughs> on the way to a board meeting. And I'll let it <laughs> fucking spoil, and I won't think twice about throwing it away. And my compost, I'll fucking shove it down the hill. Did I tell you I, we bought a compost and we're trying to do that as well to create soil? Wow, this is coming full circle. When we first moved to LA, I bought a compost. I know. Five whole years ago, and six it, years ago. It didn't really work, right? Yeah, it worked. I mean, it 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 worked a little bit. It never turned into like full on soil. Yeah. It was like still doing that when we moved. But I mean, like the point of it is that it gets like full of like flies and worms and shit. So moving from one house to another, we were just like, let's leave the compost. <laughs> yeah. But it had started to work. That's good. Um, yeah, I'm kind of a compost skeptic. I'm like, how is this fucking rotten mound of bananas and leaves going to turn into soil? But I guess it does. Yeah. I mean, it is nasty. I remember every time I like took anything out to the compost, I was like afraid to open it because I just knew that like there are fucking maggots crawling around in it. That's right. And pretty soon, if all goes well, I'll be... I think, like, to answer your question truthfully, it's like this gardening thing could be like an, a fun hobby of mine. So I'm not putting so much pressure into these, like, two plants. I'm just like, you know, I have this, like, thing going on outside that we can help cultivate. Yeah. Los Angeles is a great place for a garden. You guys could grow stuff year-round. That's what the gangster gardener said on the master class. He's like, you have to know your um, climate. He's like, if you're on the East Coast, you have to, like, time things out to be, like, after the first frost and before the fall comes. If you're in L.A., you could do whatever you want all the time. So Yeah. That's awesome. There was, I think there was like a, there was a print that Jillian had that like, it was just, it was really beautiful, but it like basically had like the month and then the fruits and vegetables that were in season in every single month. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause I, th I think that like you can grow year round, but there's still like things that have growing seasons in LA. There are some crazy things that he was doing on this masterclass. He's like, I like growing sweet potato. I take this burlap sack from a coffee place it's like this huge ass fucking potato sack i put these like sweet potato like clumps in there in this soil and then four months later i slice the bottom of the bag open and a bunch of sweet potatoes come out i'm like is that fucking possible what, what? how is that he like takes the knots from existing sweet potatoes and slices them up and like one sweet potato becomes 12 after four months of like living in a fucking bag of old soil. I guess that works. That's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. I'll get myself a burlap sack. I have a feeling I'm going to slice it out and like one moldy <laughs> peach will come down. And you'll have to eat it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Because <laughs> I made it from seed. <laughs> While you're watching the mask in your backyard. <laughs> For the 15th time. Uh, all right, that's the updates for now. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for your theme songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. If you have any more of either, send them on down to ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. The opening theme song, remember, was that epic, absolutely savage ballad by Grayson Kelly, a.k.a. the eponymous postman. Uh, this closing one is from our most prolific songwriter, Justin Goncalves, I believe. Goncalves. Uh, who made a Smash Mouth parody for us. Very nice. 
Hell yeah. I can't wait. Uh, for more of us, you can check it. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash JA for a weekly video. We're also part of the HeadGum Podcast, which is the title of the new HeadGum Podcast. Correct. Love that show. Every week. I think it's on Fridays. Uh, it's Jeffrey hosting and a rotating cast and crew of HeadGum um, friends and family. So check that out as well. Check that out as well. And uh, as always, we'll be back next week. Don't worry, it won't be late next time. Hopefully. Yeah, next week we're going to be on time. Probably. We're going to record on Friday this week. Wow. Okay? How's that sound? Wow. How's that sound, motherfucker? It won't be as topical, so if something insane happens over the weekend, we won't address it, but we'll definitely have an right. episode ready to go. That's right. Uh, all right. Enjoy this song, and we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Later. Some show that's a podcast is getting even bigger. I think they even got a network. It was sounding kind of fun with the network name HeadGum. And the show is called If I Were You Who. Well, the views start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to our ears and I hit the ground laughing. Doesn't make sense. Half the time, your brain gets mopped, but your head gets dumb. So much to hear, so much to fear. So what's wrong with having a problem? You'll never know if you don't send. You'll never know what can happen. If I were you who get your show on, hit play. Hey now, get the five stars, they deserve it. Okay, this is If I Were You. Hosted by Jake and That was a headgum podcast. Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhard. And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre. From micro-budget Japanese zombie movies. To Aaron Sorkin's award winners. To Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called... 2038 Rapture, starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's... Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world, as Sean Combs plays his producer. They, and they, they have to do this in order to beat, beat it, beat, beat the aliens. It's not my best, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's the game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, to become a member of Lackluster Video... All you have to do is subscribe. <laughs>